Hey guys, welcome to Are You Afraid of Ghosts? This is episode five, where um, each week I will talk about true ghost stories, haunted houses, paranormal activity, some urban legends that are out there, and more. My name is Jessica Atkinson, soon to be Jessica Gulliford, and I'm excited to share my findings with you. So, if this is the first episode you're listening to, I'd love to hear your personal ghost stories if you can send them to areyouafraidofghosts at gmail.com. All right, so tonight's episode um, is actually going to be about a really cool place that one of my coworkers, uh, Susan, told me about. She's from North Carolina, and I don't know much about that area, so I've only been to, I've been in North Carolina, but I don't know much about the ghost stories there. So I found on a couple websites um, some pretty neat things. So this is actually about a place called Helen's Bridge. So I was on a couple websites. One's called Try to Scare Me website, which is actually a pretty neat website if you want to check it out. If you like to be scared. But I'm going to tell you the story about Helen's Bridge. Okay. So a little bit about the bridge itself. Uh, The classic stone bridge was constructed as a roadway for the Zealandia... Zealandia, I have no clue if that's right or not, estate in 1909. Um, the estate was created by politician John Evans Brown because he enjoyed nature and the view that the mountain provided. Brown passed away after only a few years, leaving the estate abandoned for the early 1900s. It was sold to Philip S. Henry, an Australian who, build, um, who built medieval type architecture structures on the land. This included a lot of stonework, such as the bridge itself. Over time, Henry passed away as well and left the property to his children. They maintained the land until the mid-1960s. From that point, the estate became a museum until it was set to be demolished in order to build an interstate. However, historical activists had their way and much of the property still stands today, including the bridge. That's where the real legend starts. Okay, in the 1930s, a local Asheville woman, whose name was Helen, was starting a new chapter in her life. She was a middle-aged, single mother in her late 40s, who just gave birth to a beautiful young girl. Due to a tragic cooking accident, Helen's house caught on fire one evening. She ran upstairs to grab her daughter, but fell unconscious from the smoke. Firefighters reached both Helen and her daughter, pulling them out into the street to begin CPR. They brought Helen back but could not resuscitate the young baby. That's really sad. (sighs) Helen awoke to the news that her child, her only reason to live, had perished. She instantly became heartbroken. She spent the following week grieving over her loss. Eventually, the pain became too much and she went into the woods, where she found the bridge and hanged herself. She remains attached to the bridge to this day, haunting those who visit her. When you visit, typically during the evening hours, you must call her name three times before she appears. While she won't appear for, while she won't appear for all visitors, she likes to make herself known by either calling out in a loud scream or influencing cars. This includes locking cars from the inside, draining batteries, and more. Visitors say Helen is not an evil spirit, but rather one who just misses her daughter. She will remain at the bridge, 
playing with guests and remembering the day she lost her little one. Helen, uh, oh, sorry. This story actually has um, many versions. So Helen is said to wander the lands around the bridge, wearing a long flowing gown, asking passerby if they have seen her daughter. It is also reported that motorists sometimes experience car trouble at the bridge. One links Helen to Zealandia and says that her daughter actually died in a fire that happened there, which we know that's the whole story behind it. Okay. So, um, another version of the story actually claims that Helen was the mistress of the castle's owner, John Evans Brown from Pennsylvania. Brown made his fortune raising sheep in New Zealand, and that is how the castle got its name. This version of the legend claims that Helen hung herself from the bridge when she found out that she was pregnant with his child. Whichever legend you choose to believe, it's still a heartbreaking story of a mother who lost her child and still wanders looking for her today. If you have ever had the pleasure of visiting Helen's Bridge, be sure you listen for a lonely lady searching for her beloved daughter. Guys, that's super sad. It's creepy, but super sad. So... Hopefully I don't ever have to go on that road and then she drains my battery. That's not cool. Okay. So this was on AshevilleList.com. Um, it says the event below was submitted to me by a resident named Krista. This happened in Asheville, North Carolina, somewhere around the 1800s. This woman named Helen lived on what we now call Bowcatcher Mountain. Helen lived here, uh, loved her daughter a lot. One day she was playing with her daughter. Sorry, guys, I'm reading someone else's story. One day she was playing with her daughter and she left for something. I forgot why. And when she came back to the room, um, it was on fire and her daughter was trapped in it. Her daughter had died, so Helen went out to the bridge and hung herself. Witnesses say that if you go up to the mountain and call her name three times, she will appear and ask you if you have seen her daughter. One day, my mom took me, a friend, and my sisters up there. On the way up there, my friend at the time dared me to call her name, so I did. I was only 11 then. We got to the bridge, and the wind was just blowing in that one area, and the next thing I know, all you could see was the see-through woman walking on the bridge. I turned so pale, and so did my friend. My mom asked me what was wrong, and all I could say was drive. I was just so scared. Then my mom saw her. And she wanted to stay, but I was about to cry. I will never forget it. The tales are true. Now that I am 16, I tell all my friends and everyone who will listen about what we had seen. Ooh, that's heavy. It's bad enough when you see it and you're a kid, but if your mom sees it too and kind of validates that you're not crazy, I really need to go to this place. A similar story happened about 20 years ago to a man whom I cannot mention his name, he claims to have gone to Helen's Mountain one Friday night with a group of friends. Standing outside the car, he spoke Helen's name three times. A ball of light shot out. The man's friend drove off and left him there standing alone to deal with Helen. However, the man claims he outran the car down the mountain. <laughs> it's a little unbelievable. Um, 
that's awful that his friend did that to him and that's really creepy and I would totally run as fast as I could too. So maybe he did outrun the car because he was that frightened. Who knows? Okay, so that's basically the story of Helen's Bridge, but I was still checking out this Around Asheville blog spot just to kind of find some testimonials, some comments maybe some people had. So here goes nothing, but this is this is uh, pretty crazy. I'm starting to believe all this stuff is true. Not that I had any doubt before, but now based on some of these stories, I'm a little creeped out. Okay, so Anonymous said, me and some friends went to Helen's bridge and one of them put their hand on my forehead and said, Helen, come forth and nothing happened while we were there. But when I woke up the next morning, I had a handprint on my leg. That's weird. First of all, she had her hand on her head. So I don't know how she ended up with a handprint on her leg, but I don't want to know. Okay. So another person put anonymous says, I live in Nash, in, I'm not in Nashville. Good grief. Asheville. I have, uh, for 16 years and me and me and some friends went up to the bridge just a couple weeks ago. This was back in 2008. The bridge is still in the same condition as it, it's always been, but the mansion is gone. The only thing left is the cement blocking. Okay, great. That's not too scary. Um, someone else says, I've lived in Asheville for 19 years and have been to the bridge many times. I've heard of people turning their car engines off under the bridge and having trouble starting their cars afterward, but nothing strange has ever happened to me there. Someone named Angela says, I am a paranormal investigator and we have visited the bridge many, many times. So far, other than negative energy, absolutely nothing has happened there. I've done a lot of research on the myths on what is to happen up there. Ironically, there are a mirror image of a similar story out in Indiana. Also, the stories did not start being spread until the 70s. There are no documents to back up the claims of what happened there. The only thing that can be verified is that there was a fire at the castle. Other than that, it might just be campfire stuff. Okay. Um, someone put, this is Michael. Hi, my name is Michael. I went to Helen's Bridge on August 31st, 2008. Nothing happened, although it was creepy. But I did buy a book from the ghost tour we went on in Asheville, and the story was very informative. There is apparently a guy who went there one night, and Helen did appear for him and scared him so bad he is now a vegetable. You can get this book from the ghost tours of Asheville. Read it. Okay, well that's... I know you can probably die of fright. Um, don't know about being a vegetable. That's a little off but okay I've seen it all now okay some people wrote uh this is Dreamweaver wrote I have pictures that convince me that Helen's Bridge is very true the things we've seen the things we've heard the things we felt are more than enough to convince us for once non-believers that Helen and the myth is true hmm. okay Someone uh, named Anna says, I have pictures of Helen's bridge and I'm convinced, yes, there is something there. And yes, the castle is still there. Okay. This one's a little long. Okay. Ashlyn said, my boyfriend and I live in Mayon. I'm probably jacking this up. Sorry, North Carolina. Um, 
and he's told me about Helen's Bridge. I always wanted to go, but could never get up enough courage to go. So on Halloween, great time to start, lady. Okay, so on Halloween, after we went to the movies in Asheville, he decided to take me up to Helen's Bridge. He failed to tell me that Helen doesn't really like girls until we got on the bridge, and by then I was so scared. And it doesn't help that his friend Taylor peed right on the part of the bridge where she hung herself. Oh, Jesus. My boyfriend said her name three times and my legs started to shake, but still they weren't satisfied. So they started yelling out cuss words to her and eventually I joined in. This is a weird story. So nothing happened and we decided to leave. As soon as I got back in my, in his car, my left leg started hurting like someone had hit it with a bat. And so I pulled my pant leg up and there was a scratch in my knee that was bleeding that I couldn't explain. And I hadn't ran into anything, so I know that my leg wouldn't just bleed for nothing, you know? Then I got mad and called her a few not, ni not nice names. And right after that, my boyfriend lost control of his car and we almost ran off the side of the road. Okay. And the other day, me and my boyfriend were riding around through town and I turned around and there was an H on his back windshield. So we went to, to the car wash. I tried to wash it off, but it was on the inside. And ever since we went, I feel like she's been following us both. Like the weirdest things happened to me. Just the other night, I had a word cross puzzle on a table beside my bed and I was just about to fall asleep when I heard something fall on the floor. So I turned my light on and the cross puzzle was in my floor, on my floor, and there was no fan on in my room or any wind. So I'm a hundred percent convinced that Helen is real and that she has some kind of connection with me and my boyfriend. Creepy, huh? Ooh, okay. Mandy says, I've lived in Waynesville, North Carolina all my life and heard the story of Helen's bridge from a friend. So I went up there with a few girl, three, few of my girlfriends. We could only go to the bridge, though, because they have a gate blocking the road up to the house. And it was dark, so we couldn't even see what the house looked like. We went up on, on top of the bridge and nothing happened. But I had two or three nightmares about the bridge and the house, which I'd never seen. So I convinced my sister to go back to Helen's Bridge with me during the day, and I took my camera to take pictures. All the way up Bowcatcher Mountain... A, a black dog chased our car. Then it just disappeared. Okay. Um, so we park the car. We get out and take pictures of the bridge. And we walk around the gate. These people are so stupid. The car, the dog was just chasing it and disappeared. But you get out of the car and still walk around. I don't get it. Okay. So we park the car and get out and take pictures of the bridge. And we walk around the gate. And up the road a little bit to the house, but I got the feeling I was being watched and it freaked me out. So we just took a few pictures from the road below and turned around, uh, road below the house, excuse me, and turned around and went back to the car. When we got back to my sister's house, we uploaded the pictures from my digital camera to her computer and we were looking through the pictures and came across one picture of the house. It looked like a shadow of a woman looking out the window. So I deleted the pictures from my camera and the computer because I was so scared. And I continue to have nightmares about the castle. Every time we go to Asheville, I like going up to Helen's Bridge, hoping maybe I'll see something. One day we drove up and the gate to the castle was open. 
So my friend and I drove all the way up to the house and it looks exactly like it did in my dreams. I had never seen the house before. Creepy. Yes, that is very creepy. Okay. So let's see. Um, Anonymous says, my language arts teacher told me a very similar story. A newlywed couple dies on their way to their honeymoon. Um, I lost my spot. Sorry. Newlywed couple dies on their way to their honeymoon because their car falls off the edge of a cliff. The wife's name happens to be Helen. When you say Helen come forth three times, the bride comes up as a figure in a fire. When he was a teenager, one of his friends had a new car. He brought another friend with him and said, Helen, come forth. I don't want to say it another third time, guys. I'm not saying it. Just saying. His new paint job was ruined and a handprint was imprinted on the hood of the car. The two acted differently since then. He didn't tell us which mountain it was. A few weeks later, the two friends were throwing firecrackers out of their car window on the 4th of July. A firecracker bounced off of the window and exploded in the car. The friends died. Oh, geez. I am not repeating that phrase anymore. Already said it twice. No, thanks. I don't care if it's in the story or not. <laughs> okay. Uh, Reagan says, I have drove, driven on Helen's Bridge and I have said... I'm not saying the sa the thing <laughs> three times. And then it started to rain. And when we left our windshield wipers tore up. Ooh. Okay. <sighs> These are creepy, man. This must be, I really, really want to go there. Alexandra said, my best friend and I just went to Helen's bridge this evening. While we were there, my volume on my radio started to turn itself down then blasted all the way back up before turning to static and then just quitting. It wouldn't work for two hours after we left, and now it doesn't want to turn up very loud. We have it on film and plan to upload the videos to YouTube soon. That was back in 2011. Oh, I have to find those. Okay. Anonymous says, well, she's not very anonymous. She says her name's Megan. Okay, so Megan, it says, my name is Megan. Me and my husband went to Helen's Bridge, March 3rd, 2011. It was my first time up there. My husband told me about it, so we went. It was neat. I didn't see anything, but I know she was there. The hairs on the back of my neck were, stand the hairs on the back of my neck were standing up. I took some pictures, but I still had to look, for look at them. Helen did nothing to me because I think when I came up, I told her that I was not going to hurt her that I was her friend and to, and to take pictures and and said she can be in them if she wants to. Well, that was polite. Yeah, you always got to warn the ghosts that you're not there to hurt them. Nobody's there to hurt you. All right. Um, this one's creepy. Barb said, oh, Barb, my husband and I went to see the bridge in 2009 or so. We went in the morning after not being able to find our way in the dark. It's creepy there, believe me. We parked our car and turned it off, putting the keys on the dashboard as we were told to do. I said, I'm not saying it, guys. <laughs> Three times. <laughs> I'm very superstitious. I'm sorry, but I'm not. I'm not freaking myself out tonight. 
After a few minutes, we, I know I'm not even near the bridge. It doesn't matter. After a few minutes, we got out of the car. On the top passenger side of the car, there was a skeletal handprint. Neither my husband and I could believe it. I quickly took some water and washed it off, then left quickly. I wish I had photographed it. This is 100% true, but still hard for us to believe what happened. Yeah. You should have took a picture, but. Okay. And of course, when I'm doing this podcast, I hear every creepy noise ever in my place. It's just super quiet where I am. Just to paint the picture, um, I sit in a very small room and it's very quiet and I can hear everything. And every time I read this stuff, I get really freaked out, but I love it. So that's why I do what I do. All right, here's a, I'm just going to keep going with these awesome stories because this is crazy. I just need to go there. All right. Anonymous says, me and my uncle went up to Helen's bridge and I went on the bridge while my uncle sat in the car and he said he'd seen a black shadow dart towards me as I was saying blank. I'm not saying it guys on the bridge. (laughs) Afterwards, we got off the mountain and then my speedometer started going crazy and my check engine light came on. I just had my car tuned up not long ago. So I seriously believe there is something evil and negative up there. God bless all and be careful if you go. Oh boy. Anonymous says, I went on a ghost tour on October 8th, 2011 at 9 p.m. Oh, that's a good time to go on a ghost tour at 9 o'clock at night. We went to Helen's Bridge and our tour guide conjured her up. Nothing happened as we sat there. So just for the heck of it, I stuck my camera out of the window and snapped the only photo I took on the tour. I aimed it at the wall of the bridge where there was nothing but vines and stone. Today I looked at the photo and to my astonishment, there appears to be a woman in the photo. Oh, I just got chills. Now I am not a paranormal buff and I always say, show it to me in a photo if you want me to believe it. Maybe I'm crazy. I sent the photo to several people waiting on confirmation. It clearly is a woman's head and shoulders. She has dark hair. I can even see her ear. The plastic window coverings were all up, so it wasn't a reflection. And our tour guide was young with a cap on her head, and she was facing inside the trolley. So I can't figure who this woman is, except for Helen or some other spirit who wanted me to know she really does exist. I'm still floored by this. Wow, is all I can say. Oh, okay. Anonymous. I know these are a lot of anonymous, but... So, um, this is my best friend and I rode to Helen's bridge today, snapped a few pics out my open window. I felt a little weird, but said to my best friend, okay, if she hung herself from the bridge, what did she tie the rope to? We got home. I looked at the pics and oh my God, there looks like a bluish see-through rope hanging way down from a tree branch on the left of the bridge. Freaky. Yes, it is. Nico Ghost Huntress said, Oh my God, I went up there tonight. She pulled my cousin into the woods by the hand that was holding her car keys. Oh no, I'd be out. She also walked down the edge of the hill that no person could ever walk up or down without hurting themselves. The car we were in wouldn't start two times and even started rolling backwards down the hill when we tried to call her. It was really freaky. 
Even after we left, I believe she followed us because the headlights of the car were used to, were, um, we used, the headlights of the car we used were sort of flickering as we headed back home. We took some pictures with the flash on, hoping we could call her that way, and it worked. After the third flash, all the other pictures we took with the flash on were nothing but blackness. I believe she tried to show herself in several of the other pictures that we took up there without the flash, and even some of the ones we took as we passed by this old church that was beside the road. It truly was a frightening experience. I need to back up for a minute. How are you going to start the story with, she pulled my cousin into the woods by her hand. Well, what the heck happened after that? Was she just standing in the middle of the woods and then she just disappeared? I have so many questions for that person. It doesn't make any sense. Okay. Keenan Clay says, when the first time I went up there, me and a few other friends didn't get too freaked out. And we left all the, we let, when we left, we all had scratches on our arms or legs and felt like we were on fire. Oh, that sounds painful. One night in 2010, me and a friend drove up to the mansion. We left. As I looked in the rear view, we saw something coming at us while driving through the new, uh, sorry guys, while, at uh, while driving through the neighborhood, it was still it was still there. Keep in mind, both back glass and mirror was spotless. A few weeks later, the car broke down and no mechanic would be able to see what's wrong with it. Car wouldn't start for us, but would for a mechanic. That story is all over the place. Okay. Charles Payton said, Helen is real. Okay, let's hear it. My name is T. And I went to Helen's Bridge this morning, October 21st, 2012. Seems like a lot of people are going around Halloween. 4.15 a.m. Wow, that's a really weird time. I went with my boyfriend, my sister, and another friend. I only went because my boyfriend said he's been several times and nothing's happened. We drove up the mountain. All of a sudden, she's yelling in all capital letters. We drove up the mountain and went under the bridge to the gate entrance. We just sat there for like 45 minutes and tried to scare our friend who, had, who was just frightened of being on the mountain. Well, that got boring. So just for fun, as we passed the gate entrance, I decided to roll down my window and scream, Helen, at the top of my lungs. I thought nothing of it. As we get to the split in the road, my boyfriend asks, do you want to go under the bridge? I say no. He turns right. As we headed under the bridge, and I saw a dark-haired woman standing to the right of it, wearing white. It scared me so much that I just started to cry. I was literally shaking. I laid with my hands over my face in his lap the whole way home. I even called my mother for prayer at 4 a.m. You don't call my mother after 10 p.m. for just anything. I'm still a little shook, but otherwise okay. I think maybe, probably less likely, I need to go back just to make sure it wasn't shadow tricks, because no one believes me. But I am a witness and a believer of Helen's Bridge. It's 5 a.m. and I'm still afraid to fall asleep. Wow, she really did post it at 5.09 on that date. So, hmm. This is crazy, guys. So, um... I mean, a lot of people are just kind of writing what the bridge is about. It's really creepy, um, but that's kind of the end of the comments there. So that is the story of Helen's Bridge. Hopefully I didn't scare you too much and you can go to sleep. Good night.